Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in here at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world. We appreciate you all joining us as well. I'm very excited about our next guest because one of the things we talk about on this broadcast a lot is that all of us know what it's like to go through hurt, um, healing, and then, of course, dealing with trauma in our lives in its many forms. We're excited to welcome T.J. Woodward to our broadcast today. TJ is not only a best-selling author, he's a speaker, but also a recovery expert. Uh, he's known as the author of the Conscious Series. We're going to talk to him not only about the success of books like Conscious Recovery, but also what it's been like for him to be at the forefront of having these very difficult conversations, but also necessary, and what it's been like for him to also see the, the healing that's taking place by those who are willing to do the work. If you all are not following TJ, we will let you guys know where to find him. TJ, really appreciate the time today. Thanks again for stopping by. Oh, thank you, Cyrus. I'm excited about our conversation, and thank you for having this platform. Well, the pleasure is definitely all mine. Recovery is such an important topic. I think all of us, myself included, TJ, have someone in our family that has dealt with uh, with some type of addiction. And I think the thing becomes then, what do you do to try to help? But also, what can they do to help themselves? What has it been like for you to be a part of that important conversation, TJ, of showing not only a different perspective when it comes to addiction, but also the the road to recovery as well? Thank you. Yeah, it's been a, an interesting journey for me. I've been, myself, I've been in recovery since 1986, so coming up on 37 years. And I've been working in the addiction treatment field since 2008. And one of the things I noticed really quickly working in the field is so many well-meaning counselors, coaches, clinicians were trained to diagnose and treat rather than actually asking how can this person heal the underlying root causes. And so there were two things that stood out. One, we were continuing just to treat symptoms and behaviors, and people kept repeatedly coming back to treatment. And two, in some way, we were looking at the person with the addiction as broken in some way. So I started asking some different questions. Well, and, and that is where conscious recovery comes from, and this is something that you've been able to really to use to help people. Talk to us about that, how that came to you. And as I mentioned, uh, you know, I've heard you referred to as the, as the author of the conscious series. Talk to us about what conscious recovery is, TJ. Yeah, well, conscious recovery is a book. It's a workbook. Um, it's online courses. It's curriculum that's used in treatment programs. The foundational principle of conscious recovery is underneath all addictive behavior is an essential self that's whole and perfect. And this came from my own journey being some, somewhere around 18 months to two years sober and, quite frankly, was suicidal because I hadn't addressed the underlying root causes, and I felt so damaged and so broken. And I had taken away the drugs and the alcohol, so, you know, my life was supposed to be all wonderful but these things that I had been medicating for all those years started to emerge, and quite frankly, I didn't know what to do with them. I met a woman who changed my life and took me on a journey of rediscovering my true nature. That really is the intention of conscious recovery, is helping people realize there's a place within them that's whole and perfect, that's not broken. 
And I mentioned taking away the this the stigma and the shame, TJ. It's such an important thing. I think I look at the world we live in, and I'm an optimistic individual, and I look at, of course, the progress we've made as society over the years. But I think one thing that definitely still is there is that there is this shame and stigma that kind of falls with anyone dealing with addiction, but also any type of, you know, it, a, a condition that people may look at it, frown at, and may judge them by. What has that been like for you to address with individuals on, on both sides of that, TJ? One, the person who's feeling that shame and guilt, but also those who, you know, may be a part of the issue of, of being able to try to, to basically to judge an individual by what they've done instead of who they're becoming. Well, it's interesting you're asking about shame because in conscious recovery, I identify the three root causes of addiction as unresolved trauma, spiritual disconnection, and toxic shame. In the clients I've worked with and certainly in my own journey, people feel broken. People feel damaged. That's at the root of addiction. And we know shame is a belief that there's something fundamentally wrong with us. And unfortunately, a lot of the way people view someone with addiction brings on more shame. And even some of the support groups or the treatment models add more shame to it. There's something wrong and we must fix you. And so very simply said, shame doesn't heal shame. So when we start to look at the stigma, we can look at the way society views addiction. But as you also said, the individual is so often carrying so much shame that we really want to heal that shame rather than just continuing to put a Band-Aid, if you will, on the symptoms. Yeah, such a great thing. And I, I, I look at it for myself, and, of course, addiction comes in many different forms. CJ, it was with my uncle, my, um, my mom's brother. The first time I actually have seen on a death certificate the cause of death is chronic alcoholism. And I, mm-hmm. I think it really goes to the heart of, you know, of how serious I think addiction can be, but also the impact. For you, what helped you to get to the other side? Because you not only found healing and help for yourself, but you've been willing to do that for others. What made you want to go that extra step, TJ, of not only being able to find that that inner peace and love for yourself, but want to help share that with others? Well, if you have about three hours, I can tell you the story. But... <laughs> The short version is there was a time in my life when I realized that I wanted to live a life that had more purpose and meaning. And I was somewhere around 40 years old, 20 years sober, and I was really looking at what I could now contribute to life rather than what I could take from life. And my own journey, um, meeting this woman who changed my life, who took me on a journey of rediscovering my true nature, that became my life's purpose in all its different forms. And, and honestly, I didn't think I was going to specifically work with addiction and recovery, but that mm-hmm. experience is so prevalent. And as you said, if, if it's not something that's affecting someone as an individual, it's almost always affecting someone through a family member or a loved one. And we have so much trauma on the planet that keeps getting passed down from generation to generation. So the really short way to say it is, it's my purpose now to help share the transformation that I have discovered and the way that I have found true healing. And so it's just a mission that I'm on um, in a, in a huge way. Yeah. 
And it's a mission that has definitely taken on many forms. As you mentioned, you have the books, you have the workbook, but also, of course, what you're able to share uh, in your own platform. What has that been like for you to see the growth and impact of, TJ? It's one thing to be able to create something to want to help, but what has it been like for you to actually see it accomplishing what you wanted or intended? You know, Cyrus, to tell you the truth, that there is nothing more um, heartwarming and really meaningful to me than to have someone say to me, your book changed my life, the workbook changed my life, I went to a treatment program that uses conscious recovery, and I finally, for the first time in my life, realized I'm not damaged and broken. Those are the those are the experiences that quite they they just bring tears to my eyes. You know, it's like I finally have found a way to share with a larger audience this this amazing gift, and that gift is recovery isn't about becoming something; it's really about unbecoming and returning to our true nature. So when someone shares that with me, there is nothing more um, meaningful than that in my life. And it's something, of course, now all of us can benefit from. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome T.J. Woodward to our broadcast today. T.J. is a best-selling author, motivational speaker, but an individual has been able to use this platform to help individuals, not only with recovery, but also, I think, um, with uh, something else, T.J., I want to definitely talk to you about, and that is loving oneself. That is not an easy thing, and I love the fact that it seems like at the – at the very heart of what you do, I mean, that is a big part of it, learning, of course, that you're worthy of love, but also discovering the importance of loving yourself. Talk to us about the impact of that for you. How did looking at yourself as someone worthy of love, how did that impact you? Well, simply said, we can only step into a life we feel worthy that we of, of deserving, right? We only can create the life that we feel we deserve. And at the root, as I said, at the root of addictive behavior is so much shame. I'm not even worthy, and I'm medicating and numbing that out. I mean, addiction in its simplest form is trying to find some behavior, some substance to, to numb out or change the way we feel. And so if I feel like I'm unlovable, and so many people I work with do, they're going to continue to unconsciously replicate that in their lives. And, of course, they're going to find something to numb that out and then, quite frankly, easily get addicted to it. So the idea, the practice of learning to love oneself is such a, a powerful practice, and it can be a journey, but it can also happen in an instant. We hear a lot, uh, TJ, about the importance of changing the narrative. You talk about in conscious creation changing the movie. Talk to us about that. And I love, I want to say for our audience, all the books that we're discussing, all of them are on, on Amazon. We're going to also let you guys know how you can stay connected with TJ. But you give examples in these books, um, TJ, of individuals and what you're discussing, but also the work involved. So talk to us about the importance of changing the movie and the narrative that we have for ourselves and believe for ourselves. Yeah, thank you. My newest book is Conscious Creation, and I use the acronym MOVIE, Five Steps to Creating Our Life or the Life of Our Dreams, starting with making peace with the past and overcoming core false beliefs. And those core false beliefs really are the narrative, but they're also so much more. It's a frequency. It's a vibration. And we hear a lot about changing the narrative now. And really the deeper work for me in conscious creation or conscious recovery is really having compassion for our younger selves. We decide these huge things about ourselves in the world with such limited information. 
So we really want to go back and heal, you know, for me, that seven-year-old that decided the world wasn't safe and that I was broken. I built a wall around my heart, and I couldn't talk myself out of that as an adult as hard as I tried. I had to go in and do the deeper work of reconnecting with that seven-year-old, starting to have a dialogue with that seven-year-old, and really having a new perspective about what happened around me so that I could come to new conclusions. And for yourself these days, I'm curious, I mean, as the world has changed, as opportunities have changed in ways, I think now, especially the past few years, TJ, virtual is one of the things that we've all kind of benefited from. Talk to us about what it's been like for you to amplify your message now, thanks to the mediums that are available to you. Yeah, I mean, we've been through quite an interesting few years, and there's always a light and a shadow to all of it. And we can talk about the shadow, and everyone knows about that. Um, the difficulties of going through COVID, but the light side that you're talking about is that we have access technology and we can connect. I remember the first time I spoke at a conference in early COVID, there were a thousand people in the Zoom room. And if I had been speaking in person, there probably would have been a hundred people in the room. So we get to pivot, right, and look at how we can look at the light side of things. And technology is the perfect storm for like, us to be able to connect more from people we, we may never even meet. And that's also part of the joy I have in writing a book. There are people who will read Conscious Recovery and Conscious Creation. I'm never even going to meet them. And so technology yeah. and all the different ways we reach out are so wonderful. It definitely gives us an opportunity, and our audience also has an opportunity to connect with T.J. as well. Again, everyone, T.J. Woodward has been our guest, the author of Conscious Recovery, but also, as we were just referencing, Conscious Creation as well. Uh, Books that are, are, I think these are books, T.J., that help to reach people where they are, but also show them where they can go. And, and what's possible for them as well. And I think that's the whole thing. And I think, too, I, I want to go back to this because, again, having seen it in my own family and, and not feeling confined and imprisoned by their past and their past decisions and their actions, but realizing that they can be able to have the freedom that they want for themselves, too. TJ, how can our audience stay connected with you? TJWoodward.com. You can find all the books, the workbooks, and all of my social media links there. All right, TJ, great conversation with you. Really appreciate the time, and I hope you'll come back. We'd love to share with you again. I would love that, Cyrus. Thank you so much. And more than welcome. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webson. As always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Then let's go make today amazing. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.